0: Welcome to Mirror the official podcast of Great Lakes Stainless. Episode forty-two. This is Paul and Travis. Mike is actually on his way to a trade show down in Chicago, FabTech, to be representing us along with Terry. I think Terry's going too, right? Yeah, I think
1: they're just uh, they're just going down just to check it out. I don't think we're in a booth or anything. Oh no, else. Okay. no, they're just going down just to see what's new out there. Sure. Yeah, FabTech really? is an amazing show. It's you, huge. You been? And,
0: I yeah. know you've been. Yeah, it is huge. Is it all like lasers and brakes yeah. and equipment and stuff Anyone, like that? Anything. man. Okay. Anything. <clears throat> oh, God. That's going to that's gonna play well yeah. <clears throat> in the recording. Just my phlegmy chest phlegmy cough. cough. <laughs> Ugh. I think I'm going to leave it in. You should. Just to gross people out. That's what she said. Oh. Well done. i <laughs> <laughs> leaving that in, too. On <laughs> uh, this episode, we had Darren Penny. Uh, he's a relatively new employee, and as you'll hear, he's helping Dwayne out. Uh, back in the painting area, um, our architectural metals uh, program, whatever you want to call it, has really taken off, and uh, we needed some help. Dwayne needed some help with that. So all kinds of uh, finishes, patinas. I mean, you know more about yeah. what we're doing back Yeah, there in patina area.
1: finishes, specialty finishes, clear coating, a little bit of painting, you know.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I noticed he was actually painting some wood back there. Yep. So yeah, we was, did uh, some wood, wood finishing as well, too. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Uh, no cars, unfortunately. Even though the paint booth is big enough, no cars to do cars. Mike had to put the kibosh on that quickly, and I understand why, because everybody they've been lined up. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know, just oh yeah, I got a got a little bit of rust in the bumper. You can just kind of buff that out.
1: Now, if you were the marketing genius that I am, <laughs> he'd say, "Sure, you can paint your car, but it needs to have a great. It has to have a great like stainless ah, logo on the side of somewhere it, somewhere
0: on it. Yeah, yep. Pull that little bow tie off and put a." Great, oh, yeah. great Lakes Lighthouse on there. Yeah,
1: put a Lighthouse on. Yeah, it's got to have a Lighthouse logo. Great Lakes somewhere Lighthouse.
0: Somewhere on it. It's a yeah. car. Put a GLS logo. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good idea.
1: Yeah. Or a
0: license plate frame. Yeah. There you go. Get rid of that bullshit William Chevrolet license plate frame. <laughs> put your GLS frame. Yeah. Made of stainless. Laser Made cut. A stainless. Made of stainless. Laser cut. Damn, I'm on fire. I've to write this down. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Darren was great. He, um... Freaking the guy ran with the bulls in Spain. Yeah. When he was in the Navy over there. And we talked about uh, getting into metal detecting, uh, which, yeah, that sounds like something that would be dangerous for me. I could see myself. I can see you
1: getting into that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I really could. Um, I know my, um, actually, my kids kind of, we got one, I think, from like a garage sale. It was just kind of a cheap, junky one. But we found some stuff around the yard. And then, uh, yeah, come in. You're well, fine. So man, we were just talking about you and Darren. We had Darren on just now. Yeah, we were talking about uh, Darren helping out with and stuff. Dwayne and here's yeah. never been on
1: the podcast. No, it's
0: live, dude. We're recording. We're going. Dwayne, sit down. We're going. Come on. I got a bunch of work. Tell us about trucks
1: gone wild. <laughs> 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 Nothing scares Dwayne away faster than hey, get on the podcast. Yeah, man. it's like hey, have your got a real hot mic here, Dwayne. Yeah,
0: yeah, To have your uh, your uh, what your history recorded for all time. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah but then someone gave us like a $400 metal detector headphones and stuff and everything so obviously we can't we gotta wait till the weather kinda clears for that so that'll be fun yeah (coughs) go do some stand up while I'm uh, recovering
1: here just gonna take a minute here while Paul slowly dies in the corner
0: yeah just crouch up in the fetal position and Mm -hmm. drown on my own body fluids tune in next week when it's just me (coughs) There we go. Just broke something loose there. All right. <clears throat> anyway, <are> we—that's uh, <laughs> gonna be fun editing that. Um, are we hire him. I don't know <clears throat> if we have anything up or not. Let's—if uh, you go to GreatLakeStainless.com, yep. Uh, check out the careers tab. Yep. Uh, any openings that we have will be listed there. Indeed, they will. And uh, but, like we say every week, just come in. Uh, bring your resume, drop it off, fill out an application. Especially finishers and welders, uh, always looking for uh, for that. If you don't have any finishing or welding experience, if you don't have any welding experience, you're kind of screwed. But if you don't have any finishing experience, we'll teach you. You're yeah. A deal there. Yeah. If you have a great work work ethic, <clears> come <throat> in. Yeah, and that's finishing is really just uh, if you can use a power tool, you know, patience, power tool and patience. Travis has done it. I've never done it, um, but yeah, it seems uh, a lot of patience and yeah, yeah we'll teach you we'll train you no problem and while you're on the website you can check out all the podcasts under the news tab and if you want to reach out to us it's mirror finish at com. i'm just watching the gtr truck spin out in the road there ah. <laughs> ah, look like fun uh yeah mirror finish at greatlickstainless.com uh website is com. obviously uh, we're on facebook and instagram Uh, But we always love to hear from our listeners. And if you really want to help us out, subscribe, rate, and review. Helps us, boost us in the algorithms. So unless you've got anything else. That's all I've got. Here is episode 42 with Darren Penny. All right. We good? Gotta poop.
2: Right down in there And I'll never do that again <laughs> oh, yeah Stayed right, nice. right down there Yeah We <laughs> got one of the parking lot Paid by the day Or whatever
3: Yeah Oh man Parking down there You're like Oh yeah The hotel's kind of expensive And then you go check out You're like Whoa 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 What's that And they're like well, Oh it's hundred bucks a night For parking We parked Holy crap We stayed parked
2: And took taxis Out of the motel room Okay And we went into the what, The aquarium And Oh sure oh, yeah. Navy pier and all this And but yeah, us. Man, cheap. So man. we leave and I pop in the GPS to get me home and go around a corner. We drive by Soldier Field. Okay. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, from the water there. Holy crap! I'm like, we could have walked these taxi drivers purposely. <laughs> oh, <man>. took us. <laughs>
3: <coughs> they took us,
2: period.
3: Yeah. yeah. They
0: took you for two rides. <laughs> oh, my God. man. <laughs> they did.
3: Yeah, I went down there
0: to go to a soccer game with my daughter a couple of years ago. And, uh, yeah, we just walked everywhere.
2: Yeah. We did a lot of walking, but, you know, some things it's like, yeah, let's jump in the taxi. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Everything was right around the court. You finished Kyler Drive a few times? <laughs> yeah. a You know, you find out, uh, what's the easiest way to get around? I think it's Michael. I would be out of the office. Uh, 20, 20, Usually
3: if you're going seven, distances, you don't know,
1: walk. That's, yeah. yeah. But I'm usually the it. good part of Chicago, All White right. Soxville. No, I'm in no. the ghetto is usually okay. when I'm down there. So, uh, yeah, you want know, to walk? most people on see, that suggest don't right. walk anywhere down there. Or, uh,
0: see, when we went, Shelby and I went to a soccer game down there at Soldier Field. And yeah, our,
1: you're at Soldier Field. Yeah. yeah, and
0: so we stayed at some hostel. It was still 100 bucks a night for a hostel. Yeah. And maybe I'm just totally out of touch with prices, but that still seemed really pricey for me. I know I'm starting to get into the old man stage where I'm bitching <laughs> about every dollar, but I was like, 100 bucks, and it's a freaking hostel. I mean, it was like a less than a dorm room. Yeah. But whatever. I don't know what the going hostel <laughs> rate is, but $100
1: is a steal for Chicago. Okay. Then, oh, man. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: I mean it was a shared bathroom and everything, like that's that, still, it's a hostel. That's
1: silly. Did you have to pay $40 to park? Because that's usually also what you have to do in
0: Chicago, Ah. Uh, the where did We parked like <laughs> right down the road. I don't remember if it was a parking meter or what on like, that. I don't know paying anything for parking, which I'd say, I would say, unless we got lucky.
2: I was telling Paul, we went there for a few days, hit the parking spot, okay, the, the parking lot, parking spot. And we kind of, when we like wanted to go to Navy Pier and shit, we jumped in a cab. And, he, you know, it was forever and it was costing. And then when we leave, I plug in the GPS. And I'm like, holy crap, there's Soldier Field. We drove by, it's right around the corner. <laughs> so they yeah. were purposely. Oh, you know, no kid. Oh, jammed us bad. It sucks.
0: Damn. Yeah, Your taxis are not cheap. No. No. I, mean, I remember going from. I went to Vegas for a friend's wedding and just from the airport. To the the hotel, I was watching that meter, and I'm like, "We are not that far away." And it's just tick 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 tick. <laughs> Come on, you know, you gotta make your living. I get it, but
1: yeah. Well, then you go to like find to JFK, you can't have an Uber pick you up at the airport.
0: Why? Why not? Is that the law? Over there? Mm-hmm. Taxi. Oh, because yeah. of the taxi the, the taxi, the taxi union.
1: Taxis have to pick you up. So I went from JFK yeah. on to Manhattan. That was like a ninety eight dollar ride. Oh. Yeah.
3: Shit. God man, I'm so glad what? I am so glad I wasn't paying for that. Oh wait, you did? Oh, oh you did. <laughs> That's funny. Oops, I gave him a $30 uh, tip. You too. got
1: host. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Dude, just... <laughs> yeah, remember the time Mike paid
3: $90 <laughs> for, for a $90, $90 camera? ride? Cab ride. <laughs> I no took money.
0: the cab everywhere that yeah. trip. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, I don't know, but just I get that, you know, yeah, wages and salaries are higher in cities, but it just yeah, you were it out there
3: you out were out control. there for some airport work, but uh, mainly for that Joe and the Juice. Joe and the Juice, man. Yeah. I'm sad we didn't get that work, but, yeah, that was sure fun. Just yeah. even
0: quote that and, Was that the people in Denmark? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah.
3: The time difference. By the time we call them at, like, 9 in the morning, it's Pub 30 over there. Yeah. Like, like the techno music in the background. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, just, seriously. That's <laughs> all you can hear <laughs> in the background. Right Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm not even going uh, to attempt a Norwegian,
0: Dutch, Danish, Danish, Finnish... Danish. That's, that's all German-sounding accent, yeah. Um, but... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wish we would have got that's that word. Mm-hmm. That would have been fun to work with them. Like you said, they sounded like they knew how to party.
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh, and their
0: first ad, I'll they stay, changed their ads I'll afterwards, but the first was
3: like a Fight all Club all and a coffee shop. Remember the yeah. ad that they Oh, had? yeah. They were boxing, yeah. tattoos. Oh, I do. You oh, were joking. Oh, yeah. that. yeah, yeah. Is like am I, gonna get a cu- am I gonna get a cup of coffee or am I gonna get my job broken?
0: I don't know. What did you say you were?
2: When I was stationed in Spain, they—that's uh, uh, party. Yeah. Yeah, they call it, it's all of Europe. They don't even in Spain. They're uh, they typically don't eat dinner till ten p.m. Okay, so they're end up hitting the bars at eleven thirty midnight, mm-hmm. and that's when that's way things really start hopping. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of times I'd be when we moved off base, my roommate and I, I just walk back up onto base to work, and uh, amazing, the bars are still cranking, and drunk Marines and sailors stumbling back onto base that oh, didn't have man. to work that day. Yeah, I don't it, think it,
3: I <laughs> can tell the story about Tijuana on the podcast, but that was, oh, I'll oh, tell you one off mic sometime. Six in the morning, my kids might listen to this someday.
0: What? That's the name of your memoirs, Off Mike. Yep. Off Mike. That's perfect. Uh, oh, man.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, what why do I, have... I come in here? Uh, <laughs> uh, what time do they get up to go to work in the morning? Day the,
2: the Spanish are so laid back. I mean, they, they got the siesta thing. Yeah. You know, at noon, hottest part of the day, they shut mm-hmm. all their little shops down for two or three hours. and all the old men, they just go right to the bar and start cranking, oh, crap. And, and then go back to work. Yeah, my brother went to
3: Spain for a semester. Yeah, because um, he's fluent in, in Spanish. I don't know part of the reason why, but yeah, he said they drank a lot. He said toward the end of the towards the end of the trip, he. Somebody gave him a glass of something, he took a drink. He's like, whoa, that tastes funny. What is it? And they're like, water. <laughs> wow. It's water. Wow. That is crazy. <laughs> oh, haven't had that in a couple months. Yeah. <laughs> and you were
0: talking, so you were in the Navy? Yeah. How, that's long, how long were you in? Four
2: years, okay. just all shore duty in Spain. So. You spent all four years in Spain? Yeah. That,
0: oh, wow. that doesn't sound like a bad... No, night. it
2: was cool because it was during the Clinton days and he was going through military cutbacks and they found it cheaper to keep people in place on base oh, instead right. of traveling the airfare and shipping all my luggage back and forth and, you know, so I didn't complain. Well, About.
0: happy Veterans Day. Blank Thank you. you. Oh, yeah, Veterans that's Day. right. Two days ago, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah, yeah. So what years were you in for then? It must have been the 90s. 91 so. <laughs> I went on. Yeah. There you go. Now, how was the food
2: over there? Uh, it's an acquired taste, okay. but uh, in due time, awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah, just awesome.
0: So, what was weird about yeah. it at first? <clears throat> the food, I mean. Uh, well,
2: a lot of olive. Okay. Uh, yeah. A Lot of garlic fried shrimp, heavy on the garlic, and uh, the big pig legs. If I remember right, that's chorizo. Okay. You go every pub bar has a just a cured pig leg sitting there, and they shave it real thin, and Whoa. yeah, and then you question. go into some stores, and uh, there can there can be two hundred of them hanging that have been curing for a year and a half, and you can buy one of them whole pig legs. and I, I was tempted to bring one back, but uh, uh, you can pay up to like you know, it like three hundred dollars American dollars.
0: For just a, a leg? Just
2: a huge curing period. Just a backlog. leg. Yeah. Okay. So, but mm-hmm. they had like black pork and hmm. different kinds of meat. They're into the pork. Num- number one, the king of Spain years and years ago outlawed the consumption of corn, human consumption of corn to be fed to their
3: pork. So... Um, <laughs> no idea. Yeah, corn's um, not for people. That's for pigs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. But Let's pigs, straight,
1: pigs are for people. Pigs are for people. <laughs> it's Let's straighten this out right now. Pork dinner she'll ever eat. I mean, oh, it was
2: yeah. it was just awesome. So is it still Is corn still out? What? No, no, no. So they changed that. Probably who
3: knows 18th century type thing. Okay. Yeah. I
0: was gonna say cause I'm sure they got tortillas. Yeah, I just read yeah. Who
3: else loves pork is the Chinese, and half their pigs are dead right now because of swine flu. Swine flu. The international pork market is it's
0: a experience upheaval. It's the prices pork prices oh, going up. Yeah. yeah. You see in every movie about like some crazy virus outbreak, it always starts in like rural China with like pigs or ducks. I'm not surprised. And people who like they're you know, they're elbow deep in pig shit and they don't wash their hands and then something mutates and gets out in the airports. Every movie, that's where it's going to happen. And that's on pretty. the 747, heading state side.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, so the, the um, article actually um, said
3: it was, it was bad for international pork producers. Short term is very good, big windfall. Mm. But it's bad in the long term because the major domestic Chinese domestic pork production was done by small or medium-sized farms, not very okay. industrialized and really spread out, which led to the, um, you know, the poor practices, which let the swine flu... Mm spread really quickly. Yeah. you got intermingled herds or out in, the, mm-hmm. out in the fields and once somebody's in the village gets it, there's no way you're not having everybody's pigs in the whole village or yep. whatever die. Right. So they said, you know, the same country that went from backwater infrastructure to the world's biggest you know, public rail infrastructure in ten years is going to do the same thing with pig farms. Oh, in five years, they said within five years they will be most certainly number one because the government stepped in because nobody can get pork and that's source of income mean. for them. So. Oh, a huge source yeah. of income, but apparently it's all the heat. It's like, you know, all the menus in the restaurants I and mean, pork is just all a pork given. Pork. It's all pork. You get a little, you know, a couple of duck items and maybe a beef one and then yeah. two pages of pork items. Mm. <laughs> that's interesting.
0: Yeah. So what do you mean by windfall then? Like right now, there's a windfall. In the windfall well, because if you had a pig, shortage supply. Yeah, shortage supply. So, so if you had a pig that you were, yeah, so, so, so oh. were going to sell
3: profitably at a thousand dollars, now okay, um, you now. don't have no more expense It's the same pig you were going to sell for thousand. Now you're selling for thirteen hundred. Ah, got gotcha. you. Until until China
1: does the same thing with the pig farms that they did with mass transit and they do with everything else. Yes, they're going to be the biggest pig farmers in the world, thus driving and, and out then the, the imports. Prices. the Imports will
3: they'll kick the you know bottom of the imports within five to 10 years because uh-huh. huh. they are been producing so much domestically because they'll modernized, They'll do it so fast. They're interested. they are do it so fast because now they have to because all the, I mean, the, you know, all the smaller producers, which would have been an impediment to something like that previously. Yeah. I mean, so many of them are wiped out. They can just come in and government come in. And <laughs> it's nice. Mark, was that it's your wife
2: I seen on MI News the other day? It was the same picture that was posted up here.
3: Yeah, must have been. It was up there. Yeah, for I literally caught award? the last
2: five seconds of it, but I, and then I'm like, God, I think that's his wife because it was on that TV. But what was that about? Yeah,
3: that was for. Uh, she's done a lot of work with Norte local group, oh. helping them, so she got their Volunteer of the Year award. Yeah, oh, nice. Was at, uh, yeah. Oh, Mi News, whatever mm.
2: uh, channel, yeah. six or whatever, twelve or something like that. Yeah.
3: Mm. No, that was really nice. She's worked really hard for him. A bunch of stuff. up with their fundraisers and
2: nice. And yeah. a bunch
3: of stuff. So sweet. And yeah. maiden name's last name Burden.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. Are, are you guys related or she related to the rest of the Burdens in Linn
3: County? Do you know? No. Hmm. The Silver Lake East Silver Lake Burdens. The East Silver Lake Burdens. <laughs> there, was, there, was there was a split somewhere. There was a split somewhere.
0: No, your <laughs> parents their,
3: their parents are from uh,
0: Sheboygan. So. You got to take off, Speaking man. Yeah, I don't know.
3: <clears throat> Terry's coming to meet me here. Oh, okay. So he may be out there somewhere. Flying to Manistee. Flying, flying to Manistee, you Manist- are you going to make the drive? Uh, yeah. Well, um, if they're not flying, we're going to make the drive. Oh, they'll fly anything. I, they'll fly they, anything out of Manistee.
1: They don't care. You know. I think like, so grizzled World War II that pilot, that bush pilots uh, yeah, it's like a bush pilot. And yeah. A bush pilot <coughs> yeah, I just—it's it pretty much a bush pilot plane.
3: Right. I'm just hoping it has two engines in case one goes out. Huh? Uh, kind they kind do like, most of them have twin props. Yeah, the one I flew on there had Good. twin props. Because if you got if you got one still running, you know you can at least uh, ease it to the ground, before. crash softer. When, crash when softer, I
2: worked for right? National, I painted the new school on Beaver Island, and no. we had to stage all of our supplies over there because we're coming in the fall. And, of course, they shot the ferry down at ice, so we were flying out of Charlevoix, a little 10-minute flight on one of the bush-type planes, mm-hmm. and that was uh, pretty wild. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Pretty scary airplugs and airplugs air I
3: remember when I first wow. had the good idea for you and you came back and you were like, Wow <laughs> Yeah, you're like you can fly right to Midway,
1: right from Manistee. It's like an hour long flight. They leave at eight in the morning, they return at five in the afternoon, you know? Right. That's just basically a commuter flight. Okay. It wasn't bad. Like I say, it was it was kinda of stormy <clears throat> of the day I left. It was in the winter. We got up above the clouds and I just had to look out and I could see the sun coming up above the clouds and oh, we cool. were above the storm. I'm like, wow, this is really nice. And then the plane started fish tailing in the yeah. air, and I'm sitting in the very back next oh. to where they put the luggage for all like twelve passengers on the plane. <laughs> and you what? can just feel the, the tail of the, the plane swinging
2: back and forth. I bet you, I bet I'm moving like a hundred feet at a time. Yeah. Oh, Same that was that cold. was so uneasy. Beaver Island was like a twelve minute flight, but wintertime. Uh, because of the plane, they've got to fly closer to the water because of icing. They can't Mm -hmm. go up in the clouds. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, no, no. Ten minutes, I'm staring down at the floor going, oh, my God, man, just get me back. One pilot in the plane, I'm looking at the guy going, what happens if he strokes out, (laughs) you know? Yeah, Jeez, I'll tell what you, you what
3: happens if he strokes out. Yeah, he's got
2: this little handheld GPS for stormy days. What? Yeah, up on his dashboard. What the he hell? Got a Garmin. Yeah, it, was, it was just a little handheld Garmin. Man. I heard it came oh.
0: out with color ones, but uh, this one's yeah. good enough
2: for me. Yeah, the yeah. one pilot thing. Oh man, I, I'm sorry. Are uh, so you
0: sharing the sea with chickens and goats too? Uh, dogs.
2: Yeah, people bring their dogs. And, okay. One time, I when I went back there, uh, my coworker and I, I, I loaded the plane down with ice fishing equipment. So, mm-hmm. you know, because we'd stay over there a couple weeks at a time. And, oh, man. Beaver Island is that
1: where they do the fish toss festival? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Grab the, the frozen fish toss.
1: never heard of it. Oh, is it salmon lake trout that throw? I think. Or oh, is it carp?
2: They got another thing on Beaver Island. Uh, they got some kind of a like a boat anchor or something on the ice once they can get it out there, and you can buy uh, tickets or raffle-type tickets uh, to... Come up with a date on when that thing falls, oh. falls. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. through. But I do think they have a fish toss. Yeah, also. it was like
1: a frozen fish toss. I remember seeing a video, and I'm like, that actually looks like a kind of a party. Everybody's out there drinking uh, beer, and you take a big frozen fish Beaver and island. see how
2: far you can throw
1: it. That's yeah. all they do on Sold. Beaver Island. I mean, <laughs> it's here on an island in the winter.
0: Yeah, what else are you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. Now, is this is Beaver Island in Lake Michigan? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, that's the biggest island mean, in like Michigan. I actually, okay.
2: see it from on a good day from
3: Charlevoix area. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, we went up there this summer. Man, that was one of the nicest weekends we had. Just c- quiet and yeah. beautiful. And you notice
2: how everybody waves to you? Yeah. When when you're driving?
3: Uh, we didn't really drive anywhere. Oh, we okay. Just,
2: well, when we first got there, everybody, you know, on their low electric cars, were throwing hands up in the window. And I'm like, Dennis, you know that guy? <laughs> and then we find out that it's just... Custom. Hosted custom. And nice. Easier. yeah.
0: yeah. all electric cars, you said?
2: A uh, good portion of them, no, yeah. Tiny little force. How far are you going to drive? Yeah. Good point. Yeah, no, why not? I mean,
0: it's true.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm one cop, part-time. <laughs> Everybody. That, we, Nobody we, takes him seriously. We yeah. <laughs> stayed at a place called <clears throat> Rain Lodge, and uh, Larry and uh, Teresa Lorraine, and Larry comes, we, we get done and get back to the motel room. Larry comes walking by with a great big beer. He's heading out to work. He's like, Hey, guys, fellas, don't drink and drive. Holds his beer. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: it is. I mean, the island was predominantly that It's this, uh, you know, very strong heritage is Irish. Oh, yeah, well, big time. Here we go. That is
1: nice. yeah. Hey, we all have our contributions to society.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when did they drop the O from O'Dalloway? I don't know,
1: because I think I that is more of a Dutch name. Oh, is it really? Like Dutch, Pennsylvania Dutch, it's, oh, it's German you, too,
0: yeah. you guys are like cousins. But Dutch. it's
1: Pennsylvania Dutch, which is basically German and Germanic and yes. Amish.
0: It's German, yeah. yeah. Pennsylvania Dutch means German. It yeah. mean, because... Uh, so if you, you're... you're...
3: <laughs> because it, they, they said uh, they
0: Because uh, it's a corruption of Deutsch. Ah, uh, Which in German, you know, Deutsch, yeah. in, in uh, German, or German, Germany, yeah. but... Exactly. went from Deutschland so to Dutch, Dutch. German so Amish and Irish. Yeah,
3: probably. You're a <laughs> oh. cheap backwards angry <laughs> <drunk>. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Explains a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, Explains there we go. There's our
0: ethnic uh, there's our ethnic offense yeah, yeah, for, for this, this episode, yeah, for this. Exactly. So we have got to have one.
3: Yeah.
0: One each time. So um all right, well, on that note, all right, I can't all do right, any more damage it. than that
3: in a podcast, so <laughs> you, you guys can,
0: oh, uh, like, you know. oh, we can. <laughs> all right, see you, Mike. All right, yep, see ya. See ya. Um, did you go anywhere else in the Navy besides Spain?
2: Uh, Meridian, Mississippi is where A school was, and then uh, Chicago is where boot camp was. Mm. Great Lakes there. Yeah.
0: yeah, Brad, I don't know if you met Brad. Um, I think he was on a carrier for, I don't know, six years or something like yeah. that. And I don't remember where he was, but he was talking about. A, no, what is A school? What does that mean? I mean, I think everyone's familiar with boot camp. Well,
2: but enlisted people, A school is just like your, uh, what type of work you're going to be doing, whether you specialized be specialized uh, training, weapons tech. Oh. yeah.
0: So everybody goes to boot camp. And yes. then you yep. go, if, depending on what you're going to be doing, you would go to a different A school. For
2: enlisted people, officers typically, you know, you got your Naval Academy, and that's their education. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, with i'm sure they got special training but not with enlisted so
0: now are you from this area though born and raised right here out yeah. and so what kind of do you do any traveling other than the navy
2: um lived in colorado springs uh company i used to paint for national coatings here in town uh, uh a lot of traveling for them working uh, a lot of out west wyoming colorado uh Ran a big school in uh, Piedmont, South Dakota, and uh, Kansas. Been down mm. to Kansas and UP for him. So, where
0: well, how'd you find Colorado and that area? Um, did you I, like
2: it over there? I love I love it out west. I love the wildlife. Sure. Um You know, like uh, uh did a lot of work for him in uh, Vale. Stayed right in mm. Vale, so that was cool. Grand Junction, again, go up through the mountains to get to Grand Junction. Wyoming is uh, pretty desolate. And, uh, <laughs> so you get to that western border.
0: Yeah. and Yeah, Travis spent uh, a bunch of time in Utah. So yeah, those guys got yeah. Familiar.
2: Yeah. Uh, Never been
0: out there. We I mean, got Grand Canyon and Vegas. But.
2: The last job I ran for him out there was in Laramie. And I was telling yeah. Paul, Laramie was pretty cool. You yeah. Know, university yeah. town. Yep. Denver was an hour away through the small mountain pass, and they had the mountains right there out of our apartment window. Uh, Riverton, Wyoming, uh, pretty bad. <laughs> but that was a uh, dumpy, yeah. in my eyes. Uh, you can
0: elaborate. I think we only have a couple uh,
2: listeners in Riverton. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> shit, <hole>. all <Yeah. laughs> windy, yeah. windier than hell. Yeah, <laughs> I've
0: heard the same about Williston, North Dakota. That is just a freaking dive, you know. After yeah. the after the oil bust, you had, yeah, you know, you had so many so many people, and mm-hmm. the money went away, crime exploded, and uh, the company
2: National there, they they had an office in Williston. I don't know if it exists anymore. But I uh, I never made it there. Didn't want anything to do with it because I've just heard all about the corrupt mm-hmm. prostitution, a lot of drugs, yeah, and. We've had a couple I've heard some good stories about our coworkers and out of the Denver office for National going up there and just ruining their lives,
0: you know because of it because um we used to work with a guy whose son zeus's son will mm. he was a he went to school to be a decent mechanic, and then he went up to Williston for a month. he come back and said, "I can't do this yeah and his dad was like, "What? What's going on?" He goes, "These people, they work twelve-hour shifts, like seven days a week. When they're not working, it is drugs or drinking, and it is non-freaking stop." Yep. He says, "I can't. I don't understand how anyone's still alive." And like you said, it's, it's drugs everywhere, crime everywhere. Yep. Just, you know, well, the president of National,
2: you know, I'm like, no, nah, I'll go. I'll go check out this North Dakota boom. And uh, he's like, Darren, I know you too well. He goes, you don't want to go out there, so. <laughs> <laughs> Let me save you from yourself. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. And I, I would have just jumped in a company vehicle and came right back after a day of so. it. No, I couldn't do that either. That's just not... Nah, need a little downtime.
0: And... Yeah. And that's what he said. It's just, there's, no, there's no downtime. Yeah. These people, they they go till they drop. Yeah. And then they just... Do it all over again. I don't know. I don't get that lifestyle. Let them do it. That's fine.
2: I got a great story. I don't know. You can edit it. You can edit this stuff. I can. I can edit edit absolutely anything out that you want. There was this guy out of the Wyoming office who goes to, uh, Nationals, Wyoming office, who goes to North Dakota for quite a while, and they get him a motel room. He falls in love with a prostitute. He That'll goes. Happen. He goes to work for <laughs> National, and lets her do her thing out of National Holdings rented motel room. And he's ma- he's making money off it. Like I was gonna say, was yeah. He was taking his <laughs> cut, right? Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, wow. man. But stories like that, and and then uh, apparently the president here at the corporate office in town here, he gets a call from the owner of the motel who just says. Never again. Don't want any of your people. Don't want your money. Oh Stay yeah. Ordered, you know. Yeah. Just ruined that. Yeah. Oh. And rooms are hard to were hard to come by out yeah. there.
0: Yeah. Sure. So Yeah. Like at one time they had the <laughs> highest housing rates in the country. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know what was it like? Um Rent for a one bedroom apartment was a couple grand a month or something. Yeah. Excuse me. Like that. Now they dumped a
1: bunch of money. We did everything. We did um, the millwork and decorative metals out of the Minot Airport. Mm, and right. shortly after it was completed, it was kind of everything went Boston. So they have this just amazing
2: airport out there.
0: Right. How close is Minot to Williston? I don't know how close it is, but uh, that was
2: it. Was all oil boom money? That's
0: why they right. were. Yeah. I
2: was working on for National again. I was working on a. I think it was a fourteen-story hospital in Grand Junction. And it was about oil and gas, and they were they were amping up for the big boom. And apparently everything out there went bust, and they could only finish out, like, seven floors of that oh, no. hospital yeah. because it went bust, and why finish the top seven floors or whatever it was? Yeah, yeah you know? you're not even going to need the bottom seven. Yeah.
0: So yeah. is it just, like, you have, like, probably a, just a probably,
2: yeah, probably just a shell. Uh, yeah, probably just, you know, it's when I was the there. there? There was a lot of interior aluminum wall studs up. Yeah. Of course, for structural steel. Um, but I don't think they outright finished it with drywall. and.
0: Yeah. Oh, just the exterior to keep the weather out? And yeah. Basically,
1: yeah. yeah.
2: That is nuts. What years did you work for National? Uh, I've, I've worked there. I come and go from them a couple times. Uh, probably a total of probably about 14 years, roughly. Guy of Like late 90s? Uh yeah, I started for him, I want to say, in 90, 99, maybe 2000 in there.
1: Gotcha. I used to, I worked for J.W. Krauss Painting. Oh, I did I was too. An, I was an estimator for Kraus from like from like
2: 97 to 98. Get out of here. Yeah, you were at Kraus too? You don't yeah. even look familiar.
1: No, I was in there because I got that job. I was going to the Career Tech Center for CAD, for right. drafting. Was his
2: son-in-law still there? Bob Novak?
1: Yeah, Bob took over for me when I left, took over estimating for me when I left. Then I I was there. Yeah, cuz I was I was in the office, yeah. I was, I I was, was there, there. cuz
2: uh and and Frank Novak, oh yeah, Bucky Saxton. Yep. Um
1: oh, Bucky used to pick, piss jack off every morning. Let me see. I got <laughs>
2: out in 94. And I try to avoid going back into painting. Um, (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) You know what? I probably, I probably went back to Jack in about '97, something like that. Yeah, it was
1: '97. I think it was because it was my senior year of high school that I started working there as a co-op job through TVA. They're like, "Do you want?" They're like, "We've got a co-op opportunity. You can go to work instead of school. Still counts as school credit. You got to come to school one day a week." I'm like, "They're going to pay me." And I was estimating for Cross. Right.
2: Yeah, Bay Harbor was well underway. Oh, yeah. I still know yeah. Rod weather's really good. And...
1: Yeah.
0: Did they pay you? Oh, yeah, they oh, did. Oh, man, that's yeah. a sweet deal. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do that? That's yeah. awesome.
1: Yeah, I'd work with Jack Cross. You got an education. Yeah. <laughs> did he ever yell at you, though?
2: <laughs> All the time.
0: Sawed uh, off,
2: mean little man. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I got to the oh, yeah. point where I'd
1: piss him off on purpose just so he told tell yeah. me to go home.
2: Oh, a little, <laughs> little sawed off, dude. Yeah. The guy that drives the
1: NSX? No, no. This is uh this is a guy who's a local guy here in town. He's a
2: great dude. I mean he yeah. was
1: he was so unmeaning, but man, he had such a fucking temper. Oh my yeah. god,
2: you ain't A Little sawed off dude. And that was oh that god. was after he stopped drinking. Now I heard
1: a lot of stories of when he used when he nope. was drinking. And they're like, we'd show up in the morning, mm-hmm. the other painters would be like, we get here like six in the morning and there's Jack passed out in the front. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy <laughs>
2: crap. I worked I worked for Jack back in uh Oh, shoot. Early 80s when he was a union company back Oh, no then. kidding. Yeah. And uh, he passed away now, I don't know. Yeah. You know yeah, that,
1: but, I heard a couple of years ago.
2: Yeah, apparently he went in for a bypass and uh, died of staph infection, I think. While oh, I was No there. kidding. Yeah. Um, Never forget the day I caught him smoking.
0: <laughs> caught him smoking?
1: Yeah, smoking cigarettes. He yeah. used to give him pretty shit for smoking cigarettes. Yeah. And I was coming back from uh, Builders Exchange. When I was above Sherwin-Williams, <laughs> I used to go down there. That, that was my, like, escape from Jack and do some bits. Go down there, and just into the plan room. I was coming back, and he was in front of me in his car, and he was smoking. We're all like, um, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, I said to so him, I'm you. like, are you smoking, Jack? He goes, no no no, 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 no. Eating french fries. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no, you weren't eating french fries. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, it's hilarious.
0: Like no, I can I, see the smoke. You telling me you're eating french fries.
1: I just remember Bucky Saxton pissing him off every morning. Because oh, yeah. Jack would sit up at the receptionist desk. So the painters would come in and Bucky would just come in and sit there and stare at him. Just stand there and stare at him. Mm-hmm. And Jack would be looking down and he'd look up at him, look down, and then he would just lose his damn mind and start screaming at him.
2: It was easy to get him going. He'd get pissed at me because I'd, uh, I'd bought heads a lot with general contracting superintendents and then it gets back to him and... You know, apparently I couldn't get along with anybody and get kicked off jobs. I actually got us kind of sort of kicked off the uh, Little River Casino, big casino, before it was even built. And uh, I was doing the uh, RV park building, and uh, there was this real arrogant superintendent, and structural steel was just starting on the casino. And uh, him and I got into it from, uh, I forget that general contractor anyways. He points at the structural steel and goes, you see that over there? Consider your bed ripped up and this and that. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it was all over a broken window at the RV building. Just This guy was just an ass, just an arrogant prick. And uh, so I had to call Jack. I go, man, Jack, uh I might have gotten kicked out the big casino before the structural steel was even up yet, you know? uh, but it all panned out. We got it worked out. Guy was just being a dork, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That was an experience working for Jack. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now, not to, to switch. That's funny. Not to switch gears, but I have never spoken with someone who's actually run with the bulls in Spain. Yep,
2: I have. So uh, tell us about that. Uh, Arco, Spain. Uh, if I remember right, bull. Wrong with the bull, Uh, it kicks off like bullfighting season, and there it's there's a lot of religion over there, mm-hmm. and uh, it kicks off festivals and this and that. Uh, it wasn't the big one, which is Patagonia. That's one that always makes CNN and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was uh, in Arco, Spain, and I want to say, uh, maybe nine bulls were released, maybe a dozen, something like that. Or I think Pat Bologna, if I remember, writes like a all week festival oh, was it? type okay. thing. Yeah, I don't know anything about that stuff. And
0: uh, I mean, one bull more than enough for me.
2: Oh, uh, it's cool, man. I mean, just you're over there, take take in the experience, and you know, every from our naval base, uh, which I think we had about twenty six hundred people on base. Uh, you know, they the captain warned everybody: you you get Gordon, your government property, you're screwed. You know. Yeah. So. You could have some fun, but you had to take it easy at the same time, you know. Um, It was cool, man. Uh, A lot of, everything's cobblestone, skinny streets and sidewalks over there. So before they released the bulls and the festival actually started, uh, we were in a bar getting some drinks, me and the other guys I went with, and uh, here comes all these little Spaniard kids running around the corner, and they were being chased by goats. Down these, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> down these little yeah, skinny cobblestone right. yeah. sidewalks, yeah.
1: it was that's it was
2: cool. cool running of the
1: goats—that's yeah. more my speed right
0: there. Yeah, I'm know? fine with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll do that when, when we get the goat farm. We'll do that every uh, year. We'll do a running of the goats. Running of the goats. Yeah. A lot
2: of bodegas over there. I mean, literally bars on every corner, little little places.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, what was your personal experience with with the bulls then when that
2: happened? Um, I had to take it easy, but had some fun. Uh, I had a really nice Minolta 35 millimeter. It wasn't all digital back then, and uh, so. What, what years what
0: year are we talking about? Ninety-one. Okay.
2: Well, yeah. that's when I went in the Navy. It was, it was probably ninety-two <clears throat> or three in there. All right. Um, but uh, yeah, I got some good pictures which I can't find anymore. Mm. Um, still got the camera. Uh. It's just cool. Uh, Mm. You know, stand your ground, take some good pictures, try to be safe. There was one time uh, they had all the sidewalks barred off so the bulls couldn't squirt off the main road and get into the sidewalks in the inner town. So uh, all steel gates. So I got one bull running straight at me, and I'm holding my ground taking some close-up photos. And I was right at the gate, and I'm like, all right, he's close, time to go. And uh, he had to climb over the gate to get into the street. So I would go to get back over the gate, and here there's about 20, 30 other people going over the gate because here comes the bull. And I literally just started grabbing shirts, shoulders, <laughs> anything I could yeah. to get up. And I was only probably maybe three feet off the ground, and I look back at that bull. I go, oh, my God, this this ain't good. And just like that, he... Lost his feet on the or the hoofs on the cobblestone, yeah. and he literally slid right under me. Oh my god. And I, you know, I was like I said, I was only three feet off the ground, and he barely cleared me. I was just like, Holy crap, man, <laughs> yeah. you
0: know, so oh my god, yeah. you guys remember that uh, the matador about 10 years ago where he took a horn, oh yeah, yeah, underneath yeah. his chin, yeah. 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 And, yeah, like the horn came <laughs> out of his mouth, yeah. Yeah. no,
1: I'll root for the bulls every single
2: time. No, I mean, it's That's no. fu- where I was going with this. Yeah. All the bars over there, bullfighting is just huge. Is and nine out of ten bartenders are rooting for the bulls. Sure. Yeah. For, and, against yeah. their own country, man. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, <laughs> not, it's messed up. I
0: think, I mean, I'm not a member of PETA by <coughs> any means, but it's like, there's some shit that's like, come on, guys. It's, I get... The tradition, all right, but at some point it's like that, it's some messed up shit.
1: Well the they they poison the spears too. Do they really? Yeah, that's why God the bull gets it. so tired. Well, it understand- doesn't lose that much blood. It loses a lot of blood, yeah. but from what I understand they poison the spears, so it it really wears the bull down.
0: I've heard like before it they'll uh, they'll stuff newspaper in the bull's nose, like to tire it out further. And the way the bull is treated, like a day or two before, yeah. it's all engineered to weaken it. I'm hmm. just like, for what? So yeah, I'm rooting for the bulls every time. Yeah. You know, that's messed up. I
2: never heard any of that, but uh, yeah, I'm not that's saying. Been... And the stuff I heard could be bullshit. Yeah, as well. I don't
0: know. I don't know. I heard from it's huge. I wish I w-
2: I, w- I wish I would have went to a bullfight. Never did. Don't. Well,
0: oh. my mm. uncle
1: went to one down in Mexico. Oh okay. My uncle, and my cousins went to a bullfight in Mexico. Mm-hmm. But, yeah.
0: Bullfight or donkey show? is there is Bull a difference. There think. is a difference. Yeah, there okay. is a difference. Do <laughs> you want both? I'll show you the pictures? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. oh, excuse me, man. I thought I'd be rid of this cough by now. Keep using that hand sanitizer. Yeah. yeah. Right outside Dan Dan's door. Uh-huh. Keep using it. You can't cough around that guy. About his looks. You got young kids, right? Yeah. Natural that's why. That's why.
2: Keep yeah. those keep those germs weak. Yeah. Take anything for it? The immune system, right? I
0: haven't. No, um, it's actually been really, really mild. Um, you know, I figured it's like some kind of mild chest cold, and it's been up and down. But
2: it's when my when my son was really young, I was getting sick. I was catching probably ten colds a year, yeah. and uh, I just ended up calling a pharmacist, and I said, "Hey, here's the situation, man. This is just getting old." And he just told me to start pounding the echinacea, which is a herb mm-hmm, yeah. pill form and vitamin C. Vitamins and, and stuff. Every year I start it about in September and uh, whether it's coincidence or not, but I hardly ever get sick anymore. You still do it? Yeah, oh yeah. I'll start it up real hard in September. So mm-hmm.
0: that's flu season, that's when that starts. That's mm-hmm. when we get our shots. As soon as, the, as soon as school starts. Yeah, it's in third grades so if Oh man.
2: man. <laughs> Gross. I remember them days. Yeah. God, I was always getting sick. They yeah. were sick. Oh my god. How many kids you got? Uh stepson and my son, uh two basically.
0: Yeah. They live around here too. Yeah, my my there.
2: son is uh waiting to hopefully start for the Traverse City Police Department. Oh nice. I uh, just turned twenty one back in uh July. Mm-hmm. And my stepson, 29, is living down by Savannah, Georgia,
0: working oh, for a hospital. Cool. Savannah. Yeah. Old South.
2: So where I'm going for a vacation this winter. So. i heard
0: it's an amazing, like, it's beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's, like, right out of a, you know, right out of a novel. You know? yeah. so I've never been there, but...
2: Neither have I. I'm going to take it in this uh, February. Okay,
0: man. That'd be a good time to go. I think that's
1: where
2: my girlfriend's going.
1: Sunday. Savannah? Yeah, it's from Tennessee, no. Doing like a girls' trip. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, they're going to meet more of her friends in Tennessee and then driving down.
0: I Ooh. thought it was Savannah. It's Georgia. Uh, sure. It's all the same, right? Charleston. Yeah. Uh, you been to Charleston? I have. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Shrimp and grits. That's what I know about Charleston. Never been there either. But... I know Charleston Chew by their food. Oh, Charleston. That, what is that? That shit's gross, man. I've heard of it. Isn't it just like marshmallow covered caramel or something?
2: Yeah, but they got the vanilla and the chocolate. So oh. Chocolate's I, good. I don't like <laughs> caramel. So that <laughs> That's one of my favorite ones up. Caramel? You don't <laughs> like caramel? Mm-mm. Or butterscotch.
0: Door's <laughs> right there. see your way out. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, right. I know, I know. I know I'm in the minority there, but I just, I don't oh, know. Don't I don't get, get it. And black, the worst for me, besides the liver, is black licorice. Like, I can smell it, and I'm nauseated. Really? It's just, ugh. And my wife and son love it, but my daughter oh. and I, nope. I think, it. It,
1: I'm not a huge fan of black licorice, but I think it's like a, a shot of, like, rotgut bourbon. You have mm. to do it once in a while just to experience it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever had ouzo? Yeah. Ugh.
2: That's black licorice flavor.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah Meister? Jager. Yeah. Yeah, I
2: can't drink Jaeger. Can't do it. But, um, you
1: can't or you won't, Paul.
0: Little column A, little of column B, I guess. <laughs> I have drank Jaeger and managed it, but Uzo, no. I don't think you, I've ever had, had Uzo. No, it's when you if you pour it over ice, it's clear. But when you pour it over ice, it clouds up. Just like I don't know what that reaction is, but it's like, mm. bullshit. I'm not drinking that. Mm. Mm-hmm. But you you like it? You don't mind it? Yeah, I don't mind it. It's
1: it not a, something I drink that often, yeah. but I'm not going to turn it down. Did you, you got into
0: Moscow Mules lately, didn't you? Yeah, I was drinking Moscow Mules for a while. Which was good. I think the first time I had one was last winter.
1: A ginger beer, delicious. Anything with ginger beer is good, man. Yeah, it was delicious. You can make them, you know, uh, Kentucky Mule with bourbon, mm. London Mule with gin. Mm-hmm. They yeah. pretty much did. They just mixed anything with, with ginger beer, with ginger beer, and called it something Mule.
0: I would try. I would try the gin one. Big fan of gin, whiskeys. I can't do it. New Holland actually makes the Gin One in a can. Oh really? Yep. Don't the to try that? But yeah, whiskey I can't something about any kind of whiskey, no matter what it is, it's just uh, and I've had, from what I'm told, really good whiskeys, but mm. I don't know.
1: you don't have a lot of calluses on your hands either, Paul. So. <laughs>
0: I'm a paper pusher. You're a little, you're a little soft. So
1: yeah, it's yeah. Okay. ten ply. Yeah, <laughs>
0: ten ply. Yeah, yeah. I'm just a paper pusher. So you know, I don't drink the manly stuff. No, no. A big fan of gin though. No, drink that shit. Really? Oh uh, yeah. Hmm. But like that. You know, it's got a distinctive flavor, and if you don't care for it, you just don't care for it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Well, uh, what kind of stuff do you like to do in your spare time?
2: Uh, hobbies. Yeah. Uh, you know, hunting, fishing, of course. Right here from Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, six years into a, a pretty hard vegetable garden, I really do wow. dig the hell out of that. Nice. And a uh, couple years into uh, metal detecting, which is a new hobby that I uh, just wish I could do twenty four seven. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it's just uh, that's just, I love metal detecting. I could spend a billion dollars on it and not even think twice about yeah. it. So kind of a passion. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's treasure hunting, I guess it brings a little kid yeah. out in you, you sure. know. Yeah. So oh,
0: yeah. what places do you like to go to around here?
3: Um metal detecting. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I do
2: wintertime I'll do research like on uh ghost towns, local mm-hmm. ghost towns in the area, wherever state. Um and then I'm always like when I'm you know, summertime or I'm always looking for uh an old homestead foundation. Where somebody used to love hundred and fifty years ago, whatever. And uh then I'll get back there and just start kind of gridding out the ground, you know, and and uh it's typically not something you go and knock out in a day, you'd find yourself going back a few times. Okay, you know, depending on what kind of hits you're getting mm-hmm. in the ground. So uh I, I yeah, I do some research
0: behind it, you know. What kind of stuff have you found so far?
2: Um couple silver quarters i uh, found a silver ring which is an antique uh that was i actually found that ring over uh by munson where they used to uh uh plow up and dump all their snow out of their parking lots oh often of it I grew up over there so there's this old baseball diamond that's where they dump all their truckloads of snow mm-hmm. so you got to figure you know fingers shrink in the winter and Ladies' rings are falling oh, off, and they sure. go to get into their car or whatever, yeah. you know. So that's actually where I found that ring. So yeah. that's cool. Found a lot of change over there, uh, same field, uh, and you could tell again the snowplows and everything because you find modern day quarters that are just almost sure in half oh. yeah- bl- the blades. The blades, and, yeah. yeah. So uh, one of my better finds because it's just in pristine shape. Was a, I want to say it was a 1941 or a 42 silver quarter and that was uh, about eight or 10 inches down in the ground. Nice. So,
0: yeah, you were saying I was surprised how deep that can detect.
2: Yeah, my particular it. unit, I think really you get what you pay for. You know, I, I spent some serious money on my per- unit I got right now um, and With that, you know, you get what you pay for in that sense uh, with them units. Mine will go probably about 14 to 16 inches down, roughly. I haven't really experimented. You know, a lot of it's going to be your ground uh, what type of dirt it is. And yeah, how much in
0: in the ground. So. Yeah, a little so bit. You're I mean, talking about you peeling a lot of iron in, in the soil.
2: Up I have a yeah. Yeah, uh, metal detector up there, but I gotta think it would mess with your detector, but again on your uh, better units, you know, it got a lot of discrimination knobs that you can discriminate out certain metals. Mm-hmm. So it's not just going
0: hog wild. Going nuts, you know? yeah. If you're not, if you're looking for just gold on you. Can, yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, the unit I do have, I, I got I got everything I got to do it, but it's totally submersible along with the headphones. If so, uh, so you go out
1: to the Jordan River at the end of the summer, you'll find all sorts of treasures in the bottom of the Jordan River. Yeah, a lot of
2: beer can tops or something. <laughs> <ones. You laughs> find cell
1: phones, sunglasses, uh, A lot of full cans of beer because those sink. You know what I mean? And so it's like, especially on the Jordan, where it's a little bit faster river, more people tip. Yeah. I know people that'll go out there in their scuba gear and they'll just, they'll find all sorts of treasures out there. Like the
2: sandbar on Torch. I thought about the sandbar before, you know, I just just got everything I needed last winter to become totally submersible. Nice. The unit itself is always submersible, but I needed uh, better headphones. And uh, of course, your water scoop. You yeah, know? and uh, I have all that now. I just now it's all about finding the time. Yeah, I bet if you went out to the sandbar, oh yeah, you know what you I know, mean. A
1: crazy amount. Yeah, of stuff. yeah. Didn't they
0: crack down on the like the parties out there? It's
1: still a ton of people out there, but it's not like where a few years ago where they had a barge out there with live bands yeah. and yeah. shit like that. It was like
0: sponsored at one point, wasn't it? Like they were. Yeah, somebody just it, said, "I'm sponsoring this event." Yeah, uh, uh, it was like yeah, like. Set pseudo organized where they have yeah. yeah. So and then yeah, I could see how that could out of hand real quick. Well, I mean, I've man, never been out there to that. It's just that kind of party's not my thing. It never has been.
2: Nah I'm asking more of a for trouble. Set around the bonfire
0: <laughs> and just bullshit. that's us my, my kind of party. And I just don't even in college we would go to parties and shit and I just hang out like on the balcony outside that my, Go talk to the dog. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Paul's a guy in the corner just pat the dog. Hey, puppy. Plain fetch. <laughs> Pretty loud in here. Get huh? the ball, get the ball. <laughs>
0: this summer, I... Uh,
2: Excuse me. This summer, I'm going to take this on and I'm going to follow through on it. I've been wanting to do it, but, uh, you know, going back to Veterans Day on Monday, I am going to pay it forward by painting interior and exterior of a disabled vet's house. Nice. So, I got all the equipment the experience and knowledge, so... I'm going to pay it forward. Do. Yeah. And, you know, you got Ricos down the road here that put up food all day for vets. Yeah. yeah, they
0: sure do. You know, I'd like
2: to try something like that. Just, yeah, that's a good idea. You know, with the amount of lost limbs off the, you know, Afghan wars and mm-hmm. stuff, you know. Got to be kind of hard to climb the ladder and paint your house, yeah. I would think.
0: Yeah. yeah. And you could probably hook up with some local nonprofits, too. To I thought logo. about
2: just going and seeing... uh Sherwin's sure there, one of the managers. I know them all, and yeah. yeah, to see if they'd put up some paint, you know. Sure, you know, uh, sure they, they,
0: they sure they would. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you get a hold of that, well, they're almost done with that new VA. Yeah, there. Yeah, you get you know list of names or yeah. even like, uh, well, we had Spark in the Dark on here. Yep, that's another distribution opportunity.
2: Um, <coughs> a buddy of mine, my, my old awesome. roommate. Uh, I'm gonna hook up with him. We're going to, uh, I haven't seen him since I got out in 94. He's been living down in uh, Warren, Michigan this mm-hmm. whole time. So we're, uh, the families, we're going to get together on the uh, Thanksgiving Day Lion game. And haven't seen him since 94. Anyways, he's uh, really involved. In, uh you know, like Legion Halls and veterans mm-hmm. and, and uh, helping them out, you know, during this time of the year and stuff oh, yeah. like that. So, okay. yeah, he told me to hit up the Legion Hall and. Shouldn't be a problem. I'm just waiting for spring and summer. I don't want to commit to something I can't really complete in the dead of winter. Yeah, you know? it's going to be a
0: while. It seems like this keeps Oh, up. my God. <laughs>
2: I don't ever remember this much snow this early.
0: <coughs> I don't ever. Empire got over 30 inches. God, I heard that in the news. Oh, my God. It's insane. Yeah. And Getting back to the, the metal detecting, you were talking about working over in Kansas and South Dakota. Yep. At, or Kansas at... Fort Leavenworth. Yeah. Original yeah. prison. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Doing uh,
2: two historical buildings there. They were being... They were totally gutted out from the inside and rebuilt to be bomb blast proof. Uh, from what I heard, it was going to be pretty top secret training in these two buildings. I believe, if I was told right, for drone drone training. Oh, wow. Damn. And so literally they took these two buildings built in i want to say it was the 1860s the original prison and uh gutted the hole inside literally all the floors and then they poured if i remember right it was six inches of solid concrete to the inside of your 1800s brick because they wanted to preserve Mm -hmm. uh, right preserve the facade Yeah, yeah you know the historical Society was involved. Army Corps of Engineers. Mm-hmm. It was a pretty, uh, pretty. the footprints on the building were small. One was, I want to say it was four stories, the other was three. Uh, footprints were small, the buildings, but it, a lot of hands involved in it. Uh, the one building, 467, uh, there's even like a monument type thing outside in the parking lot. The uh, There was like, Four or six Nazi officers hung inside this building after World War II, uh, noosed up and apparently kicked down an old elevator shaft. And here is this monument-type thing outside the building explaining when it happened yeah. and how many. And you're just sitting there going, "Holy crap!" Man. Yeah, you know. So very, very old. Uh, Lincoln visited there. Civil War. Uh, a lot of cannons on this huge hill, uh, that because uh, the Missouri River goes right through there. Uh, just huge history on this original prison. Yeah. yeah. And once you think about it, uh, you know, I think you had a lot of gangsters back in the day
0: going to prison there. Oh sure.
2: You know, like your Capones mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: Now, do do places like that allow metal detectors to come and go through there probably
2: not okay. um, i'm glad you brought that up when i first got that detector i wanted to go beeline out to uh the sand dunes area uh a lot of old homes out there uh come to find out you're not allowed to metal detect on uh, 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 national parks Oh, yeah, I those will be yeah, some of the national yeah, parks.
0: Yeah, because anything
2: there
1: is like property of the national uh, parks. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and they sense. don't
2: want, I don't know why they wouldn't want to unearth some of this stuff. You yeah,
0: know, so I mean, I figure, and I, I can see how, like, well, we don't want a bunch of people digging around. It's like, all right, but if you, I don't know, you could probably work with them to be like, all right, you can come out here. Don't bring a freaking, you know, excavator. Yeah, well, but,
2: right. you know, when I first. See, I had my I just got my detector, and that's when I found that out. And I'm like, man, that sucks. So I ended up having to call the DNR here in town because I wasn't sure about state land, you know. Oh, yeah. And uh, the guy over here at this office, he says, "Yeah, no, you can." He goes, "Well, just as long as you're not out there trying to dig up an old Volkswagen bug or something." You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I get your point. Yeah, yeah. You know. So, hmm. but thinking about Leavenworth, that is owned by federal government, so. Man, probably, probably not. Probably not yeah. But man, would I love it! Oh yeah, I could only
0: imagine. Oh, the shit that's there. Everything. And we were talking about uh, like area where I'm from, Virginia, is all Revolutionary War. Yeah. And if you go a little bit further north in the Central Virginia, it's all Civil War. Yeah. And there's places that they'll let you go battle old battlefields. They'll just be like, yeah, go, see if you find. It. You know, and, yeah, coins and bullets and yeah. whatever musket balls or whatever it was. You know, I don't know that there's ever been. Like a really significant, like a, an entire rifle or a sword. You know, That's they're there found, though. You know, yeah, the, the they got to be
2: there. Just gotta. gotta
1: Maybe there has been, you know. Mm. Uh,
2: be
0: it cool was. I
1: just heard about something. Somebody metal detecting. It's over in England, and he found some insane treasure.
0: Marlon? Yeah, I yeah, I heard like about that just
1: too. like real recently, like last week, week before.
0: You know, yeah. Now you bring that up. I, I didn't hear that. Well, they found freaking Richard the Third under a parking lot over there. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that was something a couple well. of years ago. <laughs> yeah. It's just like what? Wow. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, they find out because uh, that was part of the Roman Empire, so they're still finding Roman coins and stuff from a couple thousand years ago. But it's funny when you think about history over here and history over there. Yeah, it's like yeah, this was like some war horde from I can't <clears throat> remember
1: what. When it was from, when I yeah. figured it was from, but it was in just, like, insanely good condition. Yeah, it's I can't remember how many millions of pounds he sold it to museums for. Kind of know? the same
2: thing. During some of my research on ghost towns, like uh, Empire area, it seems like I did some reading about how there's treasure, uh, old paintings and stuff that were brought out of Chicago during that big the, the Chicago fire mm-hmm. uh, and made it up there. They know it went to that Empire area, but now no one knows where it's at. What? Yeah, you know that it was I've done that research. That's yeah, that's so I
0: mean, yeah, you're hearing about that kind of stuff. What was it? I don't know, five, six years ago, someone found a previously unknown like Van Gogh. Yeah, it's like oh, it's in my grandma's attic. Yeah, and she died, and I'm like, oh, what's this ugly thing? And then yeah, I don't know how they found out, and it sold for like over a hundred million dollars, ridiculous. Jeez. You know.
2: I like, sounded this way. Go oh. duck through my garage tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Exactly. Go duck through Grandma's attic. Yeah, when got up here. Even yeah. though my house is just built in '99. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know. What are
0: you doing up there? Nothing, Grandma. Just uh, mm-hmm. enjoy your tea. Mm-hmm. That's nuts, man. Well, then, what was it just earlier? In the year, some little girl found like a Viking sword in a lake up in Sweden. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. It's yeah. just like, yeah, like straight out of King Arthur's little Is that girl. one of the, one of
1: those uber, what are they called? I don't uber know. Phone. Is that what it is? I know what
0: you're talking about because yeah. there's that documentary. The documentary, on that. I don't know if it was one of those. Swords. Did you ever see that? There's a documentary called Secrets of the Viking Sword, and I don't know if it's still on Netflix or not. Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah, That's it a, is. Great. It's only like an hour long. Yep. And it talks about how they've recovered, it was like a couple hundred of these swords over time. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't understand how Vikings at that time had that kind of technology because the sword To make that sword. Yeah, because the way, the type of steel it is, Mm -hmm. it's super light, but it's super flexible. And they're like, well, at the time, this would have been the perfect weapon. Yeah, Nobody would have been able to...
1: And they all had the same, same markings etched into the side of the sword. No
0: kidding. And yeah. they ended up figuring out that through a series of rivers, you can actually get from Scandinavia to the Middle East. And it was the Persians at the time that taught them yeah. how to make this type of steel, whatever process. And they had some dude in Door County, Wisconsin. Yep. Like, hey, can you recreate this for this show? He's like, I don't know, I'll try. And it just shows like him making this sword, the whole process... And they cut it together with historical bits about, you know, where they yeah. found it, where it came from and stuff. It was freaking
1: cool. Well, it was interesting because the composition of the steel, once he started forging it and forming it, basically once he started with the hammer and the anvil, he couldn't stop. And so it, he was like, okay, it was 12, like 12 hours? hours. Yeah. Hmm. He was forging that because they're like, if he lets it completely cool, he's done. Right. You know, so yeah, it was like a 12-hour process for him to form that. So we're actually
0: I will have to look in. I oh, like that cool. kind of stuff. Yeah. And they're, they're talking about, like, there's a couple of points during it. I think when he first started forging it, when you start hammering steel, apparently, you know, you get that shower of sparks. Mm-hmm. He said, the more sparks you have, the more impurities there are, because those will come to the surface of the metal. Mm-hmm. And so they said, watch when he starts hitting it. If there's a bunch of sparks, he's got to start over, because it means it's all yeah messed up. And he starts hitting it, and yeah, dude, it's like one spark, one yeah. spark it is nuts. And then when he had it all formed and he had to quench it in oil, they're like, okay, hey, at this point, if you hear like a ping, it means there's like a crack somewhere, and again, start yeah. over. So it was like out of a freak, it was like Lord of the Rings, man. <laughs> he puts this sword in this uh, column of oil, and he pulls it out, and the whole damn thing's on fire. Yeah. And yeah, you yeah, got to listen. And there wasn't a pain. I mean, he, of course, he did it. It oh, was cool as hell. Yeah, I got to watch that again. Yeah, it was a good documentary. Yeah, and they showed him putting the inlay. Yep. Like whatever, the, what was it, Uberfeld or something, something? Like that, Yeah. Something. And yeah, that was like a cross as he's well. He's like mm-hmm. carving out on the, the yeah flat with that. Chist- yeah. Yeah, and, and putting whatever other metal in to make yep. the letters and some oh. shit. Freaking amazing. Like yeah. that guy is more talented than I'll ever be. <laughs> I'd like
2: to find something like that. Mm. do time on that. That'd be cool. Yeah.
0: I've always wanted to make my, my own kitchen knives. Like, I've watched a ton of videos of people making chefs' knives and, like, the little forge in their garage. It'd be a freaking blast.
2: Why don't you just have one knives. cut out back here? I could. <laughs>
1: so it's not my dad made one out of a uh, file. Well, oh, sure. Yeah, he used a file and then he just ground it down, sharpened it, and everything, yeah. and then he used a deer antler for the handle. Nice. Yeah. And that
0: tool steel, man, I bet that. Yeah,
1: it was tough to grind down, but I, don't, I think he still has it around. Yeah. I don't know how much he uses it, but...
0: Well, from what I, some of the videos I've seen, they'll take freaking anything. Cut it yeah. up, weld it together, bike chain. yeah, They'll do that. They'll just take um, any kind of scrap metal, uh, bolts, big lag bolts, and they'll just kind of tack it together in like a block. And then I don't even know what they call the tool where it's just constantly... English hammer is that what it is? And I don't it, know if that's it, it shapes shape. it, mm-hmm. and then yeah, it's just a repeat process of shaping it, heating it up, shaping it, heating it up, shaping it, and then, um, yeah, and once they get like a large enough blank, they'll cut out their shape, yeah, and sharpen it, polish it, and, huh. yeah. and you want to see some crazy shit, you go watch the Japanese guys. Oh man, it
2: is. When you started nuts. talking about the, the other swords, they're... I was, I was
0: thinking Asian, you know, Japanese. Yeah. And, so. yeah. It's like those guys, I think, they take whatever and just distill it to its purest form and then dedicate their lives. Like the sushi guy. Yeah. Where he's been doing sushi for like 75 years. That's been his whole life. Mm-hmm. and that's, He's dedicated his entire life to making perfect sushi. I'm like, I don't personally... Have that in me, but I respect the hell out of people that Mm -hmm. do that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah, like you were saying, Japanese sword or knife makers. I mean, there's nobody. That's their life. That's it. Well, yeah, and the. I I like watching that stuff. The techniques that they'll use, and they'll use all like old style. It's like Asian Amish. You know, they won't use modern tools. Right. You know, it's pretty cool. So. Well, as we're wrapping up here, what kind of stuff have they got you working on back there? Uh,
2: working in the paint booth, helping Dwayne, uh, doing the patina thing, which I, I've never done. I have done some shop painting for National. Uh, really, my experience is commercial, uh, high-end residential, industrial, hmm. you know, a lot of structural steel and decking and all that. Like, one of the bigger jobs I ran last was the new Myers up in Sault Ste. Marie. So, oh, I'm talking big stores, you know, yeah. or NARS or something. Yeah. So definitely a change of pace for me, but uh, we'll get it, you know.
0: Do you like that kind of stuff better, like different everyday, oddball, challenger, challenge stuff? That kind
2: yeah, of that? I, I I was getting real tired. You know, I, I, I've been sitting there saying, you know, construction sucks anymore. It's not that it... The work sucks. It's the schedule-driven, unorganized, oh, lack of communication. Drywallers drop the ball, and painter needs to make up the two months that they're behind.
0: Okay, and That's it, it's just
1: destruction,
2: man. It's, it's just. And I'm so sick of it. I've been doing it for over thirty-five years, and it's just beating me down. Yeah. You know,
0: Doesn't get it done at any cost. Dude. Yeah,
2: the last company I was working for it. 20-some-year-old project manager up my ass saying I was always losing money, and I'm like, man, I just... Well, screw you, buddy. Yeah, that, if that's if I'm why always I'm always lo- like,
1: losing money. There's a problem with the budget. Yeah. Well, why yeah, did the
2: point. owner of your company just hand deliver me a brand-new company, $60,000 truck to my driveway from yeah. Freeland, Michigan? You know, if I'm that bad,
0: yeah. you know... Yeah. I'm losing money? <laughs>
2: yeah. You're the project manager. It appears that you're losing
1: Yeah, figure
0: it out. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes shit rolls uphill.
2: That's his immaturity yeah. and his age, yeah. and he'll figure it out in due time and probably be a shit-hot project manager. But right now, he just needs to keep his mouth shut and let people do their thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah, no, that's true. But with that, you know, getting older and construction just being – it's pretty tough on the body anymore mm-hmm. and i started looking at a change yeah. at, uh, longevity reasons you know
0: pretty and nice paint that, booth back there too yeah
2: that is. uh worked in a few and uh that's a good size one yeah, yeah nationals yeah. was probably may, maybe two-thirds that size oh, wow. yeah. and they had they got heat in theirs so that was kind of cool you could you know, spray some stuff and jam that thermostat up, step out. Oh. you know, so Let me dry quick a yeah. A little quicker. Yeah. yeah. There you
0: go. But uh yeah, when we first got that thing, everybody was asking about their cars. And Mike <laughs> Mike right off the bat, no cars. No. Yeah. Don't even ask. Yeah. Like, yeah, he had to do that. It's That's like fun, shit, man. I'm working on kinda of dinking around fixing rust butts in my car. It'd be nice to pull that thing in there, you know. But, <laughs> I get it.
2: I like the trailer somebody shot there a couple of weeks back. Oh, the red one? Yeah. yeah they painted the tires red and every other thing. I, was, I was kind of laughing going. It'll wear off. Yeah. It'll wear off. <laughs> yeah. It'll wear off. And I know, them. but you know, yeah. professional sons. You know? yeah. 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 Professional I ain't.
0: Uh, <laughs> so. Well, cool, man. Thanks for coming on. Yep, not a problem, Paul. I appreciate
2: it. Yep. Travis, Yeah, good been, meeting you, good man. Good
0: meeting you. Yep. Yeah, maybe I'll have to have you back at some point. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know you got more stories. Find
2: some more treasures. and Yeah. There you go, but... I well, we'll do a shout-out, man. Happy Veterans Day to all yes. my brothers and sisters. And, sure. You know, belated.
0: Yeah. So. yeah thanks. Awesome. Thanks all for right. having service, for sure. Absolutely. Cool, man. Appreciate it. Thanks. thanks. Brian Geiger to the front office, please. Brian Geiger to the front office. Apparently, Brian's in trouble. Brian Geiger. Oh. <laughs> oh, principal's office. I hated that shit, oh yeah. when I, was in, I remember I was kind of, kind of pissed at my mom for doing this, but my freshman year in high school fourth period middle of fourth period, the principal comes over the intercom and is like, um, everybody needs to stay in their classrooms until further notice. Notice school has been canceled for the rest of the day, really, and uh as soon as he said that, everybody starts cheering. And I'm sitting there like, guys, what do you think happened? <laughs> yeah, what do you think? School's on lockdown. It's not yeah. a good thing. Yeah. And <clears throat> a little bit later, over the intercom, uh, it says, Paul, you know, Paul, Cambenides, please come to the office or something. I don't remember if they said your mom is here to pick you up or something like that. Right. And, of course, oh, it's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. I, I hate that shit. And um, well, it turns out that was when that that uh, kid killed that other kid. We had there was like a, a drug related dispute. Oh, in your school? Yeah, some gang related thing. I didn't know you were so hood, Paul. I am, man. I'm from the streets. Main streets of Hampton, Virginia. <laughs> the streets. Uh, <laughs> no, I was so. Okay. hood. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, he they were. The, uh, they were having an argument outside of the cafeteria and because uh, we had two lunches it was during the first lunch and uh, the one kid he had a uh, he had like a pocket knife in his hand with the blade sticking out by his pinky like he made his uh, fist and he have. went to punch the guy and pulled pulled back and just caught him oh. up the whole side of the neck oh wow and um, the guy ran into the cafeteria and died on the floor Wow, and uh, that's what had happened.
1: And This was in Virginia. This is like Newport News, Virginia area. So they were probably yeah. if Probably arguing over what, like a sixty dollar dime bag.
0: <laughs> yeah, this was ninety. That was most likely oregano. Four, probably pencil <laughs> shaving, soaked with Lysol. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so the kid was sixteen that did it, and he got uh, life in prison. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I actually I, I don't know why I thought of it recently. I went up and looked this up, and just to see like what the article you know yeah. news had said about it, and um, they were saying, oh yeah, this it was so uncharacteristic of this kid, and you know he never heard a fly and all this stuff. And I'm like, it was a gang related murder. It was about drugs. What the hell do you mean he wouldn't? It's like, no, people like that don't get into gangs and sell drugs. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just I was like this that's crap I mean, that's obviously you entrepreneur
1: maybe I don't
0: yeah. know yeah so, American
1: dream looking to make his fortune
0: yeah American dream <laughs> I was just like that's some freaking obviously for the benefit of the potential jurors or, or whatever to, yeah you know, yeah. know paint, paint him in a good light and yep it's like, mm. this is a straight up gang related drug murder that's what this was now everybody at school knew it yeah you know but they didn't interview any of the kids of course it was just talk to the guy's family and, yeah so, and it was a white kid that killed a black kid. Ooh. So that was another layer yeah. of it. It's like no, no, no. He's he would never be in a gang. he was like, <laughs> well, yeah. if it was the other way around, yeah. what would the media say? Yeah. Oh, well, don't surprise me. Yeah. Another, you know. Yeah. So that that bullshit was going on, and yeah, and that was my school was like fifty-fifty, black and yeah. white. Yeah. So that did obviously nothing to help. Yeah. race relations and then a couple years later was oj ah yeah. so once again that have you watched any of oj's twitter
1: oj's on twitter now he got on twitter a I while thought, ago isn't he in jail oh no he's on twitter now
0: when did he get out of jail because he went in for he uh didn't he like break into some vegas hotel yeah yeah he's out oh, he uh, is out Hard yeah we
1: got on he's on twitter man he talks about football and stuff
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just That's remember seeing those,
1: his first video, and it's like, hello, Twitter world.
0: <laughs> I'm OJ. We know who you are.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. They're like, you know, <clears throat> it's like, you most likely
0: killed two people, and here yeah. you are on
1: Twitter talking about football. I'm sorry, man. Yeah.
0: That's so cute. You remember that Saturday Night Live skit where Tim Meadows was playing OJ, commentating a game? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the I don't know what the call it where you can write on the screen with the trace knob. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And he was talking about, you know, while oh, the running back went here and the defense and it spells out I, I did, did it. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like wow. That was definitely cuz I was not really known for stepping that Far over the line, but at the occasionally, time,
1: like, they do. Well, occasionally they yeah. do. Occasionally they they did anyway. I haven't really watched Saturday Night Live in years, but No. occasionally they did. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, that's what it's there for. I mean, that's comedy. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's that's
1: weren't TV comedy though. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's why it's 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 bullshit when comedians are basically crucified now for making. Yeah, an off-color, inappropriate, or whatever joke. Yeah. It's like that's what comedy is. It's always going to push the envelope. Yeah, oh, I agree. You know, and it, yeah, we've talked about it before. Yeah. How it's like,
1: it, it's not comedy's not shouldn't be a safe space. No,
0: that's a good point. It's, like, it's sure. not all going to be Bill Engvall, or, yeah, you know, exactly. all that. Which that's great. I mean, he's, I'm not, you know, he's a great comedian, but yeah, it's, you can't expect everybody to do that. Yeah, and there's going to be things that. Like the Kathy Griffin thing With Trump's head Everyone knows I'm not a Trump fan Right That was over the line for me But I'm not gonna go On social media And call for her You know Imprisonment It's like Nah alright And then I move on To the next thing but Yeah God, I just I didn't I get it Not into it I thought it was dumb Just cause
1: Not, not because it was dumb no. Or any For political statement It just wasn't that funny Exactly It just It wouldn't have mattered Whose head she yeah. was holding up It wouldn't have been that funny Yeah it's
0: just like Yeah it's like, I don't see what your, your Point is Yeah
1: and, you know i think we know what her point was Well, but they tried that's to, true. they tried to make it no it was a joke and it's like i don't think it was a joke nah, i think it was yeah. a statement
0: yeah so like some of the stuff there's a dude on weekend update and snl and the past couple of weeks he's been taking crap for something i don't remember exactly what it was but i'm just like ah you freaking serious guys Was was the, the
1: guy th- they fired over the Mm-mm. asian Mm-mm. joke no a
0: long ago? no he was uh I don't think he ever even was on an episode. They fired him before he could even perform or they recorded. Gotcha. Um, this guy Michael Che, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's one of the guys that does Weekend Update, yeah. and he's, he does a couple of things. And you know, again, it's like that's a joke. I've heard funnier ones, but the freaking backlash. It's like, oh, did you hear what he said? It's like, yeah, I did, and I didn't think it was that funny, and. Life goes on.
1: Yeah. I don't know. How is that?
0: That forklift. Oh, jeez. And personally, I mean, I don't know.
1: People get offended over stuff. If I get offended by something, that's even funnier to me. Okay. Because if something if I hear something that genuinely offends me, I'm like, wow. Yeah. I'm like... it's hard to do that. It's really hard to offend me. Yeah. But if if something does, it's like, no, that makes it even funnier. Because it's yeah. like, oh, you got me. Yeah. You
0: know? Oh, well done. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Well, I'm like... Uh, A lot of the podcasts I listen to, um, there's one that focuses just on historical stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, another one that focuses on like, um, I don't want to say like philosophy, but it's just like kind of weird ideas out there and stuff. And it's like almost every episode has to have like a trigger warning.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and especially like the storytelling podcasts I listen to. Yeah. Like Risk and Moth. They're like, oh, warning, this contains something about domestic abuse or... And it's like, okay, I, I just don't, I was like, why are you doing this? Because someone,
1: because someone, yes.
0: someone yeah. or two emailed you and bid like, hey, that really bothered me that you didn't warn me. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, that's kind of your problem. Yeah. Not my problem. Yeah. As a storytelling podcast, yeah. you know,
1: here, here to tell stories,
0: especially with something like risk. It's yeah. Like, you know, anything goes. Yes. Exactly. So okay. if you don't want to experience that. Don't listen.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just addiction to outrage. Yeah. And validation through outrage. Okay. Validation through victimization. Ah, uh, there you go. I just made that up. I like it.
0: You That's know. a good point. It's like, now, yeah, this is Somebody feels,
1: feels more validated when they're a victim because now they have a voice. Now somebody will listen to them because they are a victim.
0: Ah. Uh, do you think it's all a search for significance? I think so. Like, I'm not significant unless I'm noticed and I can't be noticed yeah. and that's what I'm social
1: that's, I think social media has definitely pushed that yeah. because now everybody has that ability to be noticed or you know what I mean yeah. you have other people that are noticed more you yeah. know so and so gets more likes than I yeah. do and it's just I think yeah
0: well it's funny because I was, I was talking to my dad about like Facebook and Twitter like social media and he's just like I don't get it he said, I don't he says I don't understand if you want to communicate with somebody why don't you just communicate with them yeah, and I'm like, I agree with you, and that's a big reason I got off of Facebook. Yeah, and it's like, but I think it's like you were just saying, it allows people uh, when they post something, no matter how insignificant or dumb about oh, this is what I had for dinner today, you know, they'll get a like, and that gives them that little dopamine. Oh hit, yeah, you know, and that's what they crave. Yeah, is they're they're basically getting validation from. Maybe not strangers, but people they otherwise normally would interact
1: with. Yeah. So, kind of off topic, but on the same topic. Did you see the piece the local news did, 9 to 10 news did, on um, the, the comments they get through social media? Mm. Like, the, oh, just no. like, I think it was called Addressing the Haters, is the name of the no. piece. Look it up. Okay. It's, like, they read some of the comments that like oh, sure. their news anchors get. And it is like, dude, this is
0: horrible. Yeah. And I'm like, what possesses a person yeah. to say something like that?
1: Like talking shit on the weatherman. It's like, look, oh. meteorology is not an exact no, science. It's
0: tough. Yeah. Take <laughs> <say> something <laughs> as complicated it's as like... the weather and try to predict it? Exactly. And uh, you know, I
1: was talking about this. My 16 year old son actually understands this. Yeah. He's like, so he's like, so if the weatherman's wrong, does it ruin their day? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Maybe they get wet or get rained on. Or maybe they have to drive in a snowstorm, but look where we live. Yeah. I'm like, what do you expect? It doesn't change your life at all.
3: No.
1: I'm like, up until like probably six months ago, a year ago maybe, I never even watched the weather. Yeah. I didn't give a shit. Yeah. I'm like, I might look at an app on my phone and be like, hey, what's the weather going to be like tonight? Is it going to rain? Doesn't look like it. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll plan, make my plans accordingly. But yeah. other than that, look out the window. Yeah. Or don't look out the window. Yeah. You can do... Doesn't, the weather doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, so and the, it's the People hating on the weatherman. Yeah. You suck. You're the worst weatherman. Well, and,
0: but it goes so far beyond that. Yeah. You know, with some, it's like there's death threats. Yeah. It's oh, just no. like, what? And then I bet, if you were to approach these people and say, hey, do you remember, and show them, this yeah. is your statement that you posted yeah. to the weatherman or to an anchor. Why did you say this? Yeah. Why did you threaten the life yeah. And I think the response is going to be one of two things: either I don't remember, yeah, or yeah. I was just kidding, yeah. And it's like, if you were face to face with this person, would you have said that to them?
1: No, I'd say ninety-five percent right. of the time. That's my uneducated so, guess. You
0: know, there's no accountability. Yes, there's no consequence for behavior. Exactly. And it, even if you put, if you have like a handle or a picture, it's not one hundred percent anonymous but it kind of is because it just all blends into the background of these massive comments exactly yeah. and so another thing that social media has done is kind of weaponized anonymity yeah so now you can use this to yeah. lash out for whatever reason I don't know I And mean, it's just like I, I would love to ask that person it's like what were you hoping to accomplish by saying this yeah. to begin with
1: South Park did an episode where they were did they? yeah the Sweden Sweden had a program called Troll Trace they were going to unleash that would, uh, anything anybody posted online, you could look up somebody and you could see everything they posted I online. I think that's a great idea. And I, I, the government shut it down? I can't remember, yeah. but it was, yeah, it was, you know. That
0: was well, because thing. that takes away the lack of accountability. They,
1: they released some of them, I and mean, literally there were mobs of people killing other people yeah. because, you know, <laughs> you said this about my daughter, yeah. you said that, you know what I mean, and yeah. so... Yeah, people would just get hunted down, yeah. you know. And, and that's
0: what I was telling my dad. It's like, it's, you know, there's multiple reasons, in my opinion, why I think social media has become a net negative on society. You yeah. know, and it's like, and I'm not, I understand there's an inevitable march of technology, an inevitable march of society. Right. And some of it's going to be good, some of it's going to be bad. And in my opinion, social media so far has been a net negative.
1: Yeah, that's good. There's, there are good aspects of Yes, there yeah, is. I Think that overall, I think the overall—I don't know—when you look at stuff like this, it's like no, social media isn't that great for this, right. Man,
0: yeah. I mean, look—it's—it's it's caused people to withdraw, and they're replacing personal relations. My big thing is that people use social media to, whether they realize it or not, to replace oh, personal absolutely. relationships. Absolutely. You know, and then another aspect of it is you have um, impressionable youth. Comparing themselves to people who post this, you know, engineered life that they have. Exactly, yeah. So you're comparing your everyday to someone's best, basically, because that's the face that they want to show. Yeah, exactly. And and you'll notice, especially among teen girls, suicide rates have gone crazy up. Yeah. And then among teens in general. Yep. It's because they're at that at, at that age where they're just starting to try to find their identity and figure out who they are. Exactly. And they, everything they see tells them they suck. It's impossible standards. Yeah, so, yeah. There you go.
1: Yeah. So, uh, it's, that's it's interesting.
0: I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's, you can talk. Yeah. Like I said, social psychologists right now, and with social media and with uh, the 2016 election, they just they're having a field day. Yeah. With you know all kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So.